Hi, besties. You're listening to Long Distance BFF. I'm Tristan. And I'm Samantha. We're your new best friends. Each episode, we'll dive into friendship head first. We'll talk about celebrity friendships, heartwarming friendships, and maybe share some tips to keep your friendship strong along the way. We're the friendship experts. besties hello besties so there has been something that sam has wanted me to do for years yes and that is watch the office now i have not completed that task yet but i did read the office ladies book by jenna fisher and angela kinsey So, yay, yay. we are going to be talking about their best friendship. Yes, I, well, you know, I'm a huge, huge office fan, but not only am I office fan, I am an office ladies podcast fan, and I am just a Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey friendship fan. Everything they do, I've followed so much of everything that they do, and I am excited that me and you both get to talk about my two favorite best friends. Yes. And you've always said that you feel like their friendship is really similar to ours. And after reading this book, I have to agree. I see a lot of similarities and just fun, best friend vibes. Yes. And so when you listen to their podcast as well, so we read their book, we did our research, but when you listen to their podcast as well, you hear it, you hear more stories about their just best friends, like this, their little stuff that they did during the day. And so I'm hoping to finish the office this summer. I don't work during the summer, so I have plenty of free time and that's what I plan on doing. I'm already on season two. So are you, what do you think about it? I like it. I like it. I think once you finish, we should do an episode on all the friendships in the office, like Dwight and Jim and Michael and Dwight. And just like, let's just do like an office thing. Once you finish it on any little friendship we can find. Yes, I totally agree. I would love to do that. So I'll keep you updated on my my office watch and we'll do that soon right so anybody who doesn't watch the office jenna fisher plays pam beasley the receptionist at dunder mifflin and angela angela kinsey plays angela martin and she is one of the accountants and she is absolutely opposite of who she really is so in the office she's like this stuffy, snobby. I don't know if I want to say snobby, but (laughs) she's evil. (laughs) Yeah. She just has no personality. She's just kind of blah. Gray and black clothing. And in real life, she, like her real self, she's absolutely opposite. She's super talkative. Yeah. She's very animated and fun and has all these great stories. Yes. One thing I discovered about them is that their love for shopping is like me and you. 
they don't want to close shop. Mm-hmm. They go in, they get what they need. And I know I there were, that. yes, there were a lot of things that reminded me of us. That was one of them. Yeah. I thought that was really neat. Yes. And there is a quote from Rain Wilson who plays Dwight in the office. And because they talked so much, they were always talking. And he says, what more do you have to talk about? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's something our husbands have said to us. Like, what could you possibly be talking about? You talk Mm -hmm. so much. Haven't you ran out of things? Yes. And I love how they, they don't say that they use Marco Polo. I don't remember what kind of communication app they use, but they do something so they can talk back and forth and they, yeah, they call send it voice memos, voice yeah. memos. Yeah. And they call it their ramblies. And I think that's so cute because that's right. They call them their ramblies. When I saw that, I got so excited because it is just like us, their voice memos. Didn't I even text you? Mm-hmm. Did I text you and be like, oh my God, they have voice memos. They, that was their day, Marco Polos. Yes. They do the same thing. Yeah. Yes. That's fun. So they worked together for almost 10 years mm-hmm. on the office and they became fast friends. They explained that. I think it was the first season they had, they did an episode. They weren't a big part of the scene. They were just in the yeah. background and they just had to sit and chat all day. Yeah, They had no talking roles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were just sitting in the background and they just sat there and became best friends. And they have pictures of it. It's so cute. They say they love that they have memories of when they became best friends. Yes. And they had like tons of other best friends. They had all these other best friends, but they were the best. They would often have lunch in Jenna's trailer. Every day they had this like standing standing lunch date. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I love that. I love that they got to sneak away and just have the two of them and talk and gossip and get through their lives. They went through some big things together. They both had babies. They both went through pregnancies while they were filming and they did have a a time in their lives where they were in different places and it was a struggle for them. So Jenna is a little younger than Angela. Angela has her daughter, Isabel, which I just love. If you follow Jen, I mean, sorry, if you, I follow Jenna and Angela on their Instagrams, uh, Jenna doesn't share any pictures of her kids. So I was really surprised that to see some pictures of her kids in the, in, in their book. But Angela shares everything. So you get to see a lot of Isabel, you know, as far as like her birthdays and things that she's doing and all of her other, her stepchildren as well, Mm -hmm. who she just, it seems like she has welcomed them in and they are part of her family. Yes. They went through a disconnected time in their relationship when Angela had had her baby and Jenna was still kind of out on the town going and having fun. You know, she's this famous actress on this hit TV show and her best friend had a baby and didn't want to go out for dinner at 9 PM. And Jenna stopped asking her to come to things and Angela would get her feelings hurt and they didn't let it go on for long. That's what I like. 
they didn't let it go on for long. Angela spoke up and said, my feelings are getting hurt. I'm feeling like we're, we're distancing from each other and I don't like it. And they fixed it. Yeah. They made the effort to make sure. Yeah. Oh, and I could see it being really hard for Jenna because she is young and she's never had children and feeling a little left out on that end. You know, her best friend is now only spending time with her daughter mm-hmm. instead of you. You get pushed to this. You used to be her number one and now you're her number two. But I love how Jenna says she understood when she had her son. It yes. was like, oh, I get it now. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Angela helped Jenna through the tough times of being a working mom and they worked hard. And breastfeeding on set and bringing your baby to the set and, you know, just all of these things that they had to work through. They grew up on that show. Well, I feel like Angela is such a supportive friend. Mm -hmm. Like I can see Angela, especially because she had already had kids. It's a little different for Jenna because she hadn't been there before. But now when it's Jenna's turn to have babies, Angela knew she was like this seasoned veteran. She knew everything she needed to do. She was making sure she was setting up a room to, you know, breastfeed and she was setting up. She was making sure Jenna had everything she needed because she had been there, done that. And she knew what she was just there for her friend. Mm -hmm. Yes. And my favorite story was when Jenna was going to miss Halloween. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you brought this up. She was going to miss Halloween because she had to film and not she, the office. This was after this the was, office. Yeah. This was something different. She yeah, called this was An- when she was doing splitting up together. Okay. She called Angela upset because she was going to miss Halloween. She had to film that night and Angela put together fake Halloween a few days early went to her neighbors and said, gave them candy and said, we're going to come around and trick or treat, play along with us. And so she invited Jenna and her family over and they had Halloween together and they have pictures of it. And that is a true friend. Just knowing, you know, she listened to Jenna. She knew she was upset and she thought, I have a way I can fix this. Yes. Yes. And then I loved how she said they did like s'mores in the backyard. And did you notice in the pictures that Angela's kids were also dressed up for Halloween? Like they had all dressed up. So it wasn't just Jenna showing up with her family and they're dressed up. It was all of them. They all dressed up. And yes, it was I so love this. She got the kids involved. Yeah. I loved it. It was very sweet. That's That's a true friend. Yes. Yes. That is a sweet story that I'm sure they will just cherish for the rest of their lives. You know? Yes. One thing I love is how they still remember and talk about the first times that they were recognized as being famous. I Mm -hmm. love that. They were just so excited and just having so much fun being in LA on this show, going to these red carpets and laughing about how ridiculous they looked their first red carpet. They didn't realize, or they didn't, they couldn't book a limo. 
So they drove up in their old car parked and had to walk all the way down in their heels to get on the red carpet. So funny. (laughs) Oh, I had a really good time learning about their wardrobe malfunctions. I Mm -hmm. love Jenna's malfunction where her, her dress got tucked up. Her slip is stuck. Yes. Her slip gets tucked into the back of her underwear and she's wearing granny panties Mm -hmm. and she's just posing for the camera. Although I don't think I would have noticed had she not pointed it out, but once she did, I'm like, you can see, you can see your panties. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just love how they have all those pictures and all those memories. I really wish we had more pictures and video and all of that of our friendship. Well, it helps that they, uh, that their friendship was filmed a lot. You know, a lot of things were filmed And they also collecting the photos reached out to several different people. So Mm -hmm. I feel like we could find more photos of us. If say we reached out to Aaron, Mm -hmm. Ursula, you know, our old friends reached out to them. I think that we might find a couple extra photos, you know, Mm -hmm. here and there. Cause yeah, I know I have fun. some old photos. Yeah. So I love how they still get together with a bunch of the ladies and a bunch of the other cast members from the office. Like they still get together. They still have Christmas parties. They and... love each other. Yeah. You can tell they love each other. They love being around each other. The whole cast. They yes. They often respect mm-hmm. for each other. They support each other's other shows. Oh, yeah. They fly across the country to go see somebody that's on Broadway and it's, it's really incredible. Yeah. They often talk about how they have like a a ongoing text thread for all of them where they'll, you know, share a picture, share something that they're doing. And it's just like a, like an ongoing conversation forever. Mm -hmm. You know, you know what I miss? I was just thinking about our girls nights. Do you remember there was like this time we were in our twenties right before having kids And it was like this perfect storm. We had all moved away from our families, but somehow ended up within like an hour drive with all of us. Mm -hmm. And we would get together and we would have once a month, one of us would host a girl's night. Yes. Do you remember how magical those nights were? I do. I do. It was amazing. It it only lasted for about a year. Mm -hmm. People moved away or had a baby or whatever it was happened. Yes. Yeah. Those were fun. Oh my gosh. It was me, you, Aaron, Ursula Ursula and Maria. Maria. Yeah. Yeah. I missed that perfect storm of our friendship when we got to all hang out together. And then of course, you know, move on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we still have our close friends that we go on trips with every now and then. And we still talk to people on social media, but yeah, there's no longer the get together once a month and right hang out. And we do slumber parties. Most of the time we spent the night. Yeah. Gosh, what would we even talk about? I'm trying to think just silly. I think a lot of us were in relationships. So I'm sure we talked a lot about our relationships and the past. Oh, yeah. I'm sure past we had to talk about like high school. Yeah. And just anything that was going on our jobs. Mm -hmm. We probably all had like 
I, I worked at the hotel at the time, so mm-hmm. I probably had Aaron, some yeah, hotel remember, jobs. To- <laughs> yeah, Aaron and Ursula were still in college. Yeah, you were working at the the golf course. The golf course, and I was working at the hotel as a front desk clerk. I wish we could okay. start a text thread or something like that with our old girls' night gals. Yeah, would be fun. Just like yes. the office cast has their text thread that would be fun to have yeah sometimes it's hard to continue reaching out so I really give them props because I have lost contact with so many people and they were able to keep things going and that's a challenge so I I give them props because I have I have been unable to do that Mm mm-hmm I don't really keep in contact with anybody from past jobs of mine. So no, now granted, we never worked somewhere for nine years and made solid, solid friendships. Another thing that I found similar is their decision to start podcasting and kind of the process that they went to although we didn't do a press tour <laughs> and we yes, do and all of our had, own editing. <laughs> yes. And they had an immediate following and they had a producer immediately and all that. Yeah, we were a kind fan of just base and starting yes, on our we're own. just starting out, but the steps that they took, like figuring out microphones and just talking about it, how do we do this? What do we talk about? And some of their processing that they went through is so similar to us. Yes. Like what works and what doesn't work. So they talk about their first episode, which they call their Frankenstein episode Mm -hmm, because it was terrible. And they filmed, they recorded it several times and just tried to get it right. Well, we have a Frankenstein episode and it is called Marilyn Monroe. Oh, and and Ella Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. Yes. And we will. That is our Frankenstein episode. We'll share it at some point in our podcasting lives. That is definitely yes, our Frankenstein. But it is and it's a good one too. There's it's definitely not very polished and there's sound issues and everything, but we have some good laughs in that one. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was our first, our first one. And we redid it a couple times and it still never came out just right. Yes. That's when we realized Marilyn Monroe. Yes. We can't really redo something. If we do an episode, we just have to make it work because if we try to re-record it, we've already talked about things and then it flies out of our mind. Like, well, we already talked about that. So, or we'll leave stuff out because we think we already talked about it. So that's another thing that they said so much. Yes. And that's another thing that they do similar to us. Jenna gets a little thing ready. Angela gets a thing ready. And then they come together and make the episode. And that is exactly what Tristan and I do. We do not rehearse anything. She gets something together. I get something together. And it's amazing how many times we find the same thing Mm -hmm. and we just go for it. I don't want to have anything rehearsed, everything, nothing is rehearsed and anything mm-hmm. I bring to the table or she does, we don't know about it. I'll keep secrets from her. <laughs> oh yes. Not for long though. <laughs> for the surprise. I keep them yes. for the surprise. Yes. It's just so fun to see these similarities. I keep saying that, but they are really the first 
true best friendship that's similar to us that we've done I think we've we've done a lot of really good friends we've done some really great friends as far as like real life I always think of Ben Affleck and Matt Damon they are good friends but they don't have this best friendship like Jenna and Angela Mm -hmm. where they are talk every day Jenna and Angela talk about how much they talk each day and it made me for a week this is a surprise for Samantha. For one week, oh. <laughs> I screenshotted at the end of the day the time we spent on Marco Polo. Now, this might not be exact because there are a couple of people that I talk to every once in a while, not every day, but every once in a while, I'll talk to other people on Marco Polo. So this might be a little bit exaggerated. But do you want to hear our average in one week? Oh my god. The gosh. average amount of time we talk on Marco Polo. I'll let you have a guess. Oh my god. 2 hours? It's 56 minutes. 56 minutes. But that's a lot. The it least is. amount of time we talked on one day was 32 minutes. And think about that because sometimes there's times so that week we had talked every day. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. So you're saying I'm averaging it. Averaging every day that we talk? No, averaging for a week. So I took one week on Sunday. We talked 32 minutes. That was the least amount of time we talked because it's a weekend and we're with our family and everything. Okay. I thought you meant how much did we talk for the whole week? I thought you meant that's why I said two hours. Like oh, we no. talked for two hours. No, I'm talking about I, said, I I'm like, in a one week we only talked for one hour. No. Like that's terrible. Av- for one week, the average amount of time we talk per day is 56 minutes. That makes so much more sense because I was thinking that is terrible. Like we need to talk more an hour a day. We talk. Yes. And there was a day, I think that it was close to two hours that we talked on Marco Polo. Honestly. And honestly, I felt like this week we talked very little because I was so busy this week. So Mm -hmm. I can imagine it's even more, this is like a Mm -hmm. busy time. Cause mm-hmm. I've even been thinking, Oh my gosh, I haven't messaged Tristan yet. Like I've been so busy and, and we it's an hour a day. <laughs> we talk more <laughs> than we think we talk. <laughs> yes. That's so crazy. I was literally thinking, Oh my gosh, I haven't been messaging her enough these past few days because I've been so busy mm-hmm. and I apparently am doing just fine. We are doing just fine with our talking an hour a day on average. Isn't that that's great? I, that's gotta be more than most people. Oh yeah. I mean, I think that's more than I talk to my husband. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) And he's probably happy for that. (laughs) I know mine would be, or is. (laughs) Yep. He doesn't have to hear my rambling about work or all things best friend. Mm -hmm. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention that I thought is so funny is Angela's ugly wreaths she makes. (laughs) (laughs) she's a crafter and she makes these wreaths and they're ugly Uh, you know what I love is because they are celebrities sometimes we put them on these like pedestals or you know uh, 
like untouchable, but I love listening to them and watching them and reading their book and everything, because the more I feel like I'm getting to know who these women are, the more I see that they are just people. They are you and me, except in the limelight. It's just amazing. And they're not the kind of celebrities that are so wealthy and famous that they're in this bubble and they're not like the Kardashians who can't go down the street without paparazzi and stuff. They're normal people who get recognized probably fairly often, but they're not, I mean, I'm sure they have a lot of money especially after this book and their podcast and everything, (laughs) but they're real people and it's really neat. One of the things that I thought was another down to earth, real best friendship thing to do was when Jenna had her baby, she decided to do a very LA thing, which was to get your placenta powder, like put in a pill to take it (laughs) we don't do that in other parts of this country but in LA they do this and so you have to get your placenta from the hospital to the place where they put it in the oven dry it and powder it and put it in these pills and Angela did that for Jenna Angela had Jenna's placenta in a cooler mm-hmm. and drove it across town. And that is like a real life thing. She didn't have an assistant to do it. Yes. She had her best friend do it. And I would do that for you. Yes. Or when Jenna fell and hurt her back really bad and had to stay at a hotel for two weeks, Angela stayed with her for a whole week mm-hmm. until just, her family could come. Yeah. Until, until yeah. Until come. someone could relieve her, but she stayed for a whole week, mm-hmm. which is a lot to stay away from your family. And, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously I can't see this is, I, they haven't said this, but I can't see Angela leaving unless Jenna could fend for herself. Yeah. So I bet she finally left because Jenna was starting to move around mm-hmm. and do a little bit more, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I just love, I, I can't imagine Angela leaving unless it was the right time to leave. Yeah. I know. They're just the things that they do for each other is really a week in a remarkable. hotel room. I mean, it sounds like a blast. <laughs> <laughs> it was like at the Ritz Carlton in New York city. That's amazing. That's true. It was paid fancy. for like probably all room service paid for by the, whatever. I can't remember if it was the, the TV show. I think that paid for it. Cause she hurt her back. Yes. At, yes, they yeah. did. So, I mean, that sounds amazing to me. Maybe mm-hmm. it would get old after a few days. Now, when you read the book and you did all your research, did you find your more Jenna or more Angela? Cause I know who I think you are. I don't know. I see both of us. I know. I know. Cause you've told me before. Yeah. Oh yeah. And no, and it's not every situation and every single thing they do, but especially listening to their podcast and how they talk to each other. I definitely say you are Jenna and yeah. I'm Angela most of the time. Yeah. And I there's agree. times I'm like, Oh, that's so me. Like Jenna will do something. And that's so something I yes. would do well, or, yeah, you know, Angela's, vice versa, but yeah, Angela's a little bit more talkative and Southern 
and yes and jenna is just maybe a little more i don't want to say reserved but no but a little more conservative as far as i don't know how to explain it either but then there's times where jenna pushes angela like at the golden globes and all the awards things where she has to do a walk around and jenna says we're going for a walk around and angela's like no i want to sit in my chair and just people watch and jenna's like nope we're getting up we're taking every opportunity we can that's how they met meryl streep they have a picture i love that picture of jenna talking i think it was who is it amy adams Yes. Was talking to Meryl Streep and Amy Adams was on the office for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And Jenna Fisher goes, this is our chance to meet Meryl Streep. (laughs) We are going. And so there's this cute picture of Jenna Fisher, like smiling with Amy Adams and Meryl Streep there and Angela's little heads in the background, like, Oh, I'm here. just trying to keep up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Cause Jenna was going, Jenna was taking off. And right before they got there, she says, pretend I said something funny. Let's mm-hmm. just go in laughing. So that's why they hadn't even said one word and they were already, if you notice, Angela is quite a bit behind Jenna and she's already laughing mm-hmm. because they're, they've set this scene. Like we're going to laugh show up laughing. Like we're having a really great time. So Jenna, I mean, Angela hasn't even got there yet and she's already like, Oh yeah, I'm having a good time. But I feel like that's something that you would do to Mm -hmm. me. Like, come on, we're we're going. going." Cause I would be content sitting and not doing any, you know, like, Oh no, I ain't getting up. And I could see you being like, we're doing a walk around. Yeah. Come on. Meryl Streep. (laughs) Yes. Even though it's out of your comfort zone, like I can see you taking charge and being like, we have to do this. And me being like, well, I'm going to go wherever you go. Yeah. I love that. And I love how they say where you want to be at an award show like that, where you're going to meet people is in the ladies room. Yeah. Yeah, Just standing in line where you're going to meet. I think I can't remember which one of them said that that's where they met Angelina Jolie. Mm -hmm. Didn't talk to her. No, just but they, but they by st- her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that even though they're celebrities, they still are intimidated by other celebrities. And they're so surprised when another celebrity says, oh, hey, I love you. I love your show. Yeah. Like, what? You watch my show? She's yeah. So well, Sally Fields mm-hmm. did that to Jenna and was like, oh my gosh, I love you. And she's like, you love me? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, but maybe it helps them understand when we see them, Mm -hmm. you know, and we're going crazy or just like when Angela meets Billie Eilish, she did not know that it was Billie Eilish to begin with. She meets her, she takes a picture with her and was just like, oh, she treated her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She was treating her just like a normal fan had no idea that she was also famous herself. Yes. And then when she, I think they were at the airport and when she landed, she like saw this picture of her and this teenage girl all over the internet and realized that it was Billie Eilish and she's this (laughs) must be some famous girl. She didn't turn her away just thinking she was, even though she at that point thought that she was just general public. Mm-hmm. Oh so yeah. I, and they're not those type of people. I think no. anytime anyone goes up to either of the two of them, they are gracious and kind and sweet. Yeah. Yes. That's how we will be when we get famous from this podcast. Yes. We will always remember our roots. <laughs> <laughs> 
thank you so much for doing this with me because I know it was a lot of work. There's so much information on Jenna and Angela. And I know that this was a big research. We took weeks to Mm -hmm. get this one done. This was not like normally we watch a movie or we do some internet surfing. This was a big one. This was was a lot of research to take in. And now you're watching the office and you're doing it for me. Thank you, my best friend for tackling this because you knew how passionate I love it. And now I'm going to be passionate about it too. I'm going to watch the show and then I'm going to have to listen to the podcast and it's going to be a lot of work for me, but I'm going to enjoy it. And I'll do the same for you. You name the thing. I'm going to watch it. Okay. All right. Well, thank you besties for listening. Yes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. All right. Love you, best friend. Love you, best friend. If you have a bestie question or comment, or have a request, reach out to us via email at samandtrisldbff at gmail.com. Or message us through our Instagram, longdistancebff. <laughs>